Welcome to Parse, the official podcast of the Elaheo Midyar Mir Jalali Institute of Iranian Studies at the University of Toronto. In Persian, Parse means strolling or wandering around as an observer of contemporary life and modernity. In a similar spirit, our podcast Parse aims to take our listeners on an intellectual stroll in the field of Iranian studies, where they can listen to different ideas from leading thinkers, academics, activists, and authors in the discipline. Our podcast will provide thought-provoking excerpts from lectures and seminars organized by the Iranian Studies Institute at U of T to make the extensive work we do with our partners more accessible to academics and non-academics alike across Canada and beyond. The 68th episode of Parse is an excerpt of a talk given by Maziar Faridi on Feridun Rahnema's cinematic works. Faridi theorizes a notion of friendships as haunting as the understudied nexus between Rahnema's poetry, his theoretical writings on cinema, and his films. Feridun Rahnema was an Iranian film director and poet. He's most known for his 1960 short film, Takht Jamshid, and his feature film, Siyavashda Takht Jamshid, from 1965. Although none of his films saw a theatrical release, they were highly influential within the Iranian New Wave movement. Mazian Faridi is a comparative literature scholar and an assistant professor of English and global cinema at Clemson University in South Carolina. His research interests include critiques of sovereignty in continental philosophy, film theory, semiotics, and psychoanalysis, and critical theory from the global south. So I want to say a few words uh, before starting my presentation about the um, context, the, um, the context of this um, presentation. Uh, my monograph reads closely a selection of uh, texts, specifically poems and films, uh, to theorize an anti-sovereign uh, poetics that, uh, that I argue emerge in tension with uh, political modernity at the intersection of Iranian and global modernism between 1922 and 1979. Um, my presentation today draws on the third chapter of my uh, monograph, although uh, we were just discussing it and I may turn uh, just this section on, on Rahnema into a, into a separate book because um, this chapter has, um, has become quite a, a monstrous um, chapter. It's over 80 pages long. And um, so the chapter came out first in my uh, dissertation in 2020. Some sections of that chapter will come out as a, as a separate article and the rest uh, goes into the book. Um, okay, so what I have prepared for today has two parts. Uh, the first part looks at the poetic articulation of a notion of friendship as haunting. Uh, in Rahnama's early poetry. And then the second part uh, thinks about the ways in which the, this notion of friendship as haunting was metamorphosed uh, through the technology of uh, film. For this section, I will read parts of my discussion on the film, Siyavashda Tahta Jamshid. All right. Um, 
So I'm not going to discuss uh, exactly who Freydun Rahnama was. I'm sure many of the people who are here are familiar with him. He, uh, he grew up in Beirut and uh, spent much of his adult life in, in Paris, uh, where he became also acquainted with French um, modern poetry, specifically the poetry of Paul Eloire. And um, in fact, his early poetry collections, one of which I'm going to discuss today, Aude à la Perse, Aude au Monde, were published uh, through Eloire's friend um, and, uh, and a famous publisher uh, of, uh, of modernist uh, mid 20th century poetry in France, and that is Pierre uh, Seguer. Uh, the, the first two books were uh, highly political. Uh, they were communist poetry, um, and they were uh, published under a pen name. And uh, Rahnama's pen, pen name was called Tavarasani in these two books. And the, the two other um, selections of, uh, of poetry, which are longer, uh, Poem Ancienne and Chante de Livrance, uh, they are much more surrealist, they are much more experimental in the way that he approaches um, the uh, metric system in, uh, of, uh, and, and also his prose poetry in French. And then um, we mostly know Rahnema through his films, and uh, Tahta Jamshid, Persepolis from 1960, Siavesh um, Tahta Jamshid in 1965, and Pesari Iran's Madarash Bir which came out between 1972 and three. There was a screening. There's a whole complex uh, history about uh, this film. Um, I want to do also something else. Before starting my presentation, I want to give you further readings about, um, about Rahnema. And um, these are just some recent, more recent, let's say, um, studies on, on Rahnema. One is uh, the famous uh, um, social history of Iranian cinema by Professor Nafisi, and uh, in which he, he discusses the, uh, the institutional, and specifically focuses on the institutional influence of, uh, of Feridun Rahnema on a generation of uh, Iranian filmmakers. Uh, the other one is, a, is an excellent um, close reading of um, the last film by Rahnema Pesari Iranaz Madarash Bi Etelaaz. This is uh, 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 Professor Sal Jury's uh, Burning Visions. Uh, this is her uh, doctoral dissertation, Burning Visions, the Iranian New Wave and the Politics of the Image, in which she uh, focuses on the questions of um, intermediality in the context of this film. Uh, the other one is another PhD dissertation uh, by uh, Farbud Honar Piche, came out in 2016. Um, and um, uh, in which there is a close reading of, um, of the uh, questions of authenticity, the questions of authenticity um, in, uh, in Rahnema's uh, films. And, and, this, uh, and the chapter of Honar Pisha focuses on Persepolis. And it's a very interesting uh, close reading of Persepolis. My take of uh, Persepolis is very different. And, um, and again, uh, um, uh, my close reading uh, really works toward that uh, anti-authenticity um, and uh, goes very much against uh, the discourses of authenticity in which uh, uh, Honar Pichet um, uh, situates um, 
راهنما سینما گلبرگ رکاب تلایی پروفسور رکاب تلایی's book is also an excellent um, discussion of the historical context of uh, of راهنما's uh, cinema but also his influence in um, um, uh, on the formation of uh, what we call alter cinema the kind of alternative uh, cinema and cinematic language uh, in <clears throat> in the 1960s and the last one is my uh, own dissertation which is uh, becoming a book okay now let me read writing in paris away from home in french which was not his quote-unquote mother tongue and under a pseudonym Feridun Rahnema begins the prologue to his poem Ode au Monde, Ode to the World, uh, 1955, with a celebratory announcement about the time of the world, the time of the world. A présent il est temps de chanter le monde. Now, at the present moment, it is time to sing the world, he announces. In the rapidly expanding post-war competition of the East and the West, Rahnema's poem heralds the possibility for the unification of a universal revolutionary class through the call of Marx and Engels, to remind the reader of the arrival of the time to unite internationally, of an international friendship predicated upon the identity of various oppressed nations, seems to be the solemn task of the poem. The young Rahnema of course, was not the only poet of his generation to herald the arrival of the proper, the quote-unquote proper time of the world. In fact, the golden age of the international uh, modernist um, poetry of the 1930s to 1950s was already in decline. And yet the Cold War produced a new wave of socialist poets, especially from the so-called peripheries of the West that were haunted by a certain Marxist spirit of internationalism. In the Iranian context, as a filmmaker and a poet, Rahnema played a pivotal role in rethinking the problematic of national identity vis-a-vis -vis such internationalism. And now I'm going to uh, read parts of my uh, close reading of Aude à la Perse. This is the, his first uh, chapbook um, published in, uh, in 19, uh, early in 1950s, 1951. Rahnema's Ode à la Perse commemorates the Iranian resistance against imperialism and colonialism and situates this struggle on the broader map of the international communist movements. From heroes of the constitutional revolution, such as Sattar Khan in Tabriz of early 20th century Iran, to the foreign colonizations of uh, oil fields in Abadan and the struggle of the, um, for nationalization of the oil industry, and the birth of the first Iranian communist movement, the poem judiciously sutures, and I'm putting emphasis on judiciously precisely because um, um, justice is a, is a key term in this chapter. The, pe the poem judiciously sutures various instances of anti-imperialist resistance in Iran to cases of international uh, struggle from Stalingrad to, uh, to Greek and French resistance, anti-fascist re uh, resistances. Even in his early poetry, uh, Rahnema shows a keen interest in the technique of montage, which he later cherishes in his theory and practice of cinema. The poetic persona, and this is the beginning of the poem, uh, starts its story at night and finishes it by promising 
the DOM. And you can see the French, and I'm going to, uh, to just read my, uh, my reading, and I'm not going to read the poems. In the metaphoric reign of night and silence, the poem takes upon itself to lend its voice to the past, present, and future of its people, an act through which it articulates a people and simultaneously open the eyes of the quote-unquote French listener, the addressee of the poem, to the light of a universal humanism. The end of the poem is to herald the coming of the dawn, that is to say, the realization of certain metaphysical humanism. The path to what the poem calls true fraternity is through a unifying act of recalling and the French word that is repeated uh, often is rappeler, uh, the sacrifice of the other. But this remembrance, which wishes to constitute a, unif a unified collective identity, requires a common language. Thus, the lyric persona, rendering in French an account of the sacrifice and martyrdom of its comrades, from Tarie Arani to Gabriel Perry enunciates the desire to create a unified common language for recalling the memory of the other's sacrifice. In a section devoted to one of the prominent figures of the communist movement in Iran, Tari Arani, the lyric persona addresses and in, this, uh, in, in, in the act of addressing conjures up Arani's ghost as a martyr. Thank you for listening to this episode of Parse. Your support is invaluable to us. To like, share, or listen to our latest episodes, please head to our pages on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. To watch the complete seminars, please head to the Elahe Omidyar Mirjalali Institute for Iranian Studies website and YouTube page, which are linked in the description. See you again on our next episode.